2: Hello? Hello.
1: Hi, this is Madeline.
2: Hi, Madeline. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Um, what are you What are you doing?
1: Um, I'm at work right now, but I'm just taking a break.
2: Uh, Madeline, is there anything in particular you called in to talk about?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, over Christmas break, my boyfriend was, like, having Christmas with his family, and his aunt kind of joked about, like, Hey, if you ever get your girlfriend pregnant, like, don't get an abortion, we'll take it. Because they are um, looking for another child. Um, They can't have children, so they're looking to adopt. But the adoption agency that they were with just, like, closed down or something. So she was just joking about it. But then, later on, she was like, like, we're actually looking for a surrogate, too. Um, would Madeline be interested? And he was like, haha, that's funny, but then he mentioned it to me and I was like, actually, I could do that. (laughs) I don't know if it's a crazy idea because I'm 19, but...
2: So you're considering being a surrogate mother for your boyfriend's aunt? Yes. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, and... um... Who approached you with this idea? Was it, it was the aunt? It was your boyfriend?
1: It was my boyfriend. I wasn't like at the Christmas event with them. It was just the family.
2: Okay. And is this something that you talked to your boyfriend's aunt about at length?
1: No, not at all.
2: <laughs> oh, you haven't even brought up the idea of it to her? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're considering doing so.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying to decide whether or not like a good idea because I am only nineteen.
2: Okay, so I mean, let's start with this. You seem to have an interest in doing it. Where, where is that interest coming from?
1: Yeah, well, I really well, I really feel for her because she is infertile and she really loves kids. Like she has a daughter who's six right now and she was adopted, and they she really wants a younger brother for her daughter brother or sister and I really feel for her and I feel like if I could be that person to help her like why not
2: okay so you want to do it you know simply as a, a charitable act for this person who you feel for
1: right right okay right and I feel like I'm in the perfect position in life because I just like took a gap semester in college
2: Okay, uh, When you took this gap semester in college What were you initially planning to do During that time?
1: Um, okay So I took it because I wanted to focus on my art More I um, I made like a commission Thing for somebody and I was like Yo what if I could do this like more But I didn't have the time while I was in school So I took a gap semester
2: Okay um, and I mean, do you feel as though you will still be able to accomplish those goals uh, while you are also being a surrogate mother?
1: Well, I've had like trouble finding motivation to accomplish those goals in general <laughs> since I've dropped out of college. But so okay. I, I don't know. I feel like this will maybe get me on a better track. You know. Okay. It'll get me off certain things that I probably shouldn't be on in general. Like what? Like drugs and alcohol, nicotine. Okay,
2: okay so you want to use this also as some way to motivate you in getting your, your shit together?
1: Yeah, like a lifestyle change.
2: Okay. Um, and... What kind of research have you done into into uh, motherhood and what it's like being pregnant?
1: Um. Oh my gosh. So I it, do you know like the list on TikTok the trend? I don't know.
2: No, what is that?
1: But like, there's like a girl with a list, and it's like a list of a thousand things that are wrong with pregnancy <laughs> that could go wrong. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty up-to-date on that TikTok account, <laughs> and that, that kind of scares me, I'm not going to lie, but...
2: Okay, so when I mean, you see this my- list of, of, of uh, ways that a pregnancy could go bad, does it make you not want to mm-hmm. be a surrogate mother?
1: No, because honestly, my mom had five kids in the span of six years, <laughs> so...
2: I feel okay. like if she can do it, I can, right? So, I mean, listen, Madeline. I, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but um, I mean, mm-hmm. like this is a big, big decision to, you know, carry yeah, somebody else's sure. baby. I mean, how long have you? Can I ask? You, I want to know. I want to know this. How much of this is based off of your connection? To your boyfriend's right, like, would you do this for just a random person?
1: Right, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've been dating for two years, and I, I I've gotten to know his family pretty well. I you feel? Do you, do you, feel, do you feel like you, would...
2: you? Okay, so you feel like your love of his family is is an influence?
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Okay, how much of an influence do you think it is?
1: They deserve another kid, for sure. A big influence, probably, yeah.
2: A big influence. Okay. So, I I have a couple things. Um, Again, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's your body, it's your life, you can make your own decisions. But the thing (laughs) is, you, you know, you've only been dating this guy for two years, um and even though you you really like his boyfriend's family those relationships are you know they can go in in any sort of different way so you know yeah. to, to to take on somebody's surrogate child and really dedicate nine months of your life you know to to being pregnant which is really tough and, and You know, I haven't seen this TikTok of this list of a thousand things, but, you know, you have. And I'm sure that the list shows you all the things about it that are tough. And so, really... Yeah,
1: you should look it it up for sure.
2: Really, just if you could, if you could, take into consideration uh, your life as it looks right now. And uh, what would be best Mm -hmm. for you. I think it's great, okay, that you want to do something nice for someone you know i think that 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 shows that you have empathy uh and that you want to do nice things for mm-hmm. other people i think that that's a good thing to do but i mean this is a big thing right it's a that's big thing be. and 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 i think i mean um, how would
1: you say this compares to like a stranger doing it for somebody
2: um Well, I think that there's a lot more t- that could potentially go wrong with it being one of your members of your boyfriend's family because you got no idea what's going to go on with, um, you know, you and your boyfriends, okay? Right, right, yeah. Um, so I, w- I would really consider this... Madeline because you at especially at at, at you know 19 man you got to do what's right for you you know uh, again i think it's i think it's nice that you want to help this person who you really feel for but i think at this moment you know you you need to make the decision that uh you know sets you up for success in your life and uh i don't know if this is it but again it's your decision
1: yeah. 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 Okay. I definitely need to think about it more.
2: Yeah. Um hey, what 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 has your conversation with your boyfriend been like about this?
1: Um he's definitely more interested in the financial bonus that it would give because like I I am pretty broke, you know.
2: So it okay. would it would help. Okay, when, when he says he's interested in the financial bonus, does that mean does that mean he expects to reap some of that financial benefit?
1: Um, kinda. He did ask me to pay for like a semester of his school. Okay. But I mean he has to pay for his own schooling, so I, I kinda get it. You know, it's expensive.
2: Okay. I don't like to tell people what to do. I'm gonna tell you what to do. Do not give you... do not. Do not be your boyfriend's aunt's <laughs> surrogate mother to make money to pay for him to go to school. Please don't do that. Oh,
3: yeah,
1: No, I didn't think about it that way
2: when you put it okay. that way. Okay. And don't pay for your boyfriend. Don't pay for your boyfriend's school at all. I would like at nine. I, you know, look, if you're in like a very adult long term relationship and you want to make an informed decision to invest in the life of your partner then you know do whatever you feel with your money in your life but that I just think right now it's a terrible decision to do so to you know do that I especially your life is so undeveloped right now that you know all of your time and resources should be for spent sure. you know on yourself
1: for sure but like I've struggled with like finding the motivation to start that you know in
2: general mhm mhm and you know what listen i understand but, that i understand I, like, that you have the motivation feel- and i and i understand that you're looking at this as a potential uh, catalyst to get you started on on doing what you want to do right. but before yeah. you make that decision can you at least consider other ideas have you considered, I, you, you seem to be having this motivation problem, which, you know, I have, which a lot of people have, mm-hmm. is a common problem. And mm-hmm. you're, 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 I, for, and, you know, tell me if I'm, if I'm wrong or if I'm putting words in, a mouth, in your mouth, but it sounds like you're um, looking for ways to uh, get yourself in a more motivated mindset. And this could possibly be one for you. Have you explored?
1: Yeah, no, that's
2: is that, is that accurate?
1: That's so true,
2: yeah. Okay. Have you explored alternative options?
1: No, I have not,
2: honestly. Okay. Before you decide to get pregnant as a way to jumpstart your life and get the motivation you want, I, I encourage you to look into other options because, you know, that, that's a what big would, What would
1: commitment. you suggest?
2: I'm trying to think about other that. Options. What would I suggest? Um, well, what do you want to be motivated to do?
1: Well, I'm trying to get started on my like art career.
2: Okay. Um.
1: No more
2: art. I'm trying to think about other options here. I mean, like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I have anything off the top of my head. Um, except like fucking read self-help books and stuff that helped a lot for me when I was trying to get motivated mm-hmm. to do things or, or, you know, I don't know, dude, mm-hmm. go, having a friend who's trying to do something similar and you guys team up and motivate each other or going to art classes or joining, uh, uh weekly meetup groups or getting a life coach or, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, those are just random things. I'm spitballing here, but I would put all of them yeah. above uh, becoming a surrogate mother for your boyfriend's aunt.
1: Yeah, no, that's actually a really good idea. My my best friend is moving in with me in a couple days, actually, so she'll be a great help, I think, for that.
2: Okay, good, good. And um, listen, you know, we've talked on the phone for 10 minutes, so I'm not going to pretend like I know you and your boyfriend's relationship, but um, <laughs> if you really get the sense that your boyfriend's is uh attempting to make money off of you by having you be his aunt's surrogate mother uh, by so that he can pay for school. I don't know if that's what's happening. I'm not going to say that that's what's <laughs> happening but you should uh you should look into that if that's what you suspect is happening
1: okay. Yeah, well, I feel like I should say he wasn't like, yo, Madeline, like, you should totally do this. My aunt said this and you should do it. No, he was like, yo, my aunt said this. Like, I don't even know if she was serious. And I was like, oh, my God, like, that could actually work.
3: But, okay. So
1: it was more my idea than his. And then I was like, oh, like, the financial aspect would be nice. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Um, Again, I don't want to put that in your boyfriend's mouth because I don't know the actual situation. But um, just if you can get anything out of this call, it would be to explore. It would be to. I'll leave you with this as the final sum up of this. Okay, think about what your motivations are in wanting to be a surrogate mother for your boyfriend's aunt. Okay, really boil Mm -hmm. that down to the simplest of those motivations. and then think of other ways to uh, achieve those motivations. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's,
1: that's really good advice. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, Madeline, is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go?
1: Um, Not much. I'm going to go listen to the rest of the stream.
2: <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you very much, Madeline. Good luck to you. Thanks, Kick. It is becoming harder and harder to tell people um, uh, – to to not tell people what to do on these phone calls. But I'm trying to stick to it. Yes, I mean that's – she had an interesting um, conundrum here because she was having these motivation problems. She's like, I want to do this. I want to jumpstart my art career. Um, I've always been a big fan of like – taking the motivations for your actions and boiling them down to really simple things and then seeing if you can get them in other places. You know what I'm saying? So she wants to have a little bit more structure or... um. I don't know, like, like responsibility, maybe. Maybe that's what she was looking for, like something to just hold her accountable to, like, go do things in life. And I get why that can be. And, and, you know, that's a that's a a thing that I think a lot of people need. I need it for sure. You know, I can very easily spend an entire day doing absolutely nothing and uh, jerking off and smoking weed all day. Um, if I don't have some kind of outside thing, um, you know, compelling me not to do those things. And I think maybe that's what she was looking for is something outside of herself to, um, you know, motivate her to get her wheels spinning. But I think that there are far less drastic uh, options or, or methods of, of achieving that. And uh, I hope she finds one. That uh, works for her. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. FunLove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff, if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings chastity belts go crazy folks explore new possibilities pleasure zones and find your vibe at funlove.com funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products offering a wide array of premier brands of toys lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, therapy gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you, and you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low sugar sodas, and low sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. To check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Liquiddeath.com slash gecko. Hello. Hello. Hi. Is this Lyle? Yes, is this Andrew?
4: Yes, this is me.
2: I'm here. What's going What's going on, Andrew?
4: Uh, not much. Just chilling out, trying to have a a relaxing Monday, getting over a cold.
2: Okay. What is it that you wanted to uh, call in and talk about?
4: Uh, I was just wondering your opinion on kind of a difficult decision that I've been contemplating over the last few years. ever Ever since I was in like a uh 7th uh, grade, I think I started like collecting uh, images from the internet of pregnant hentai. And it's kind of become a bit of a problem. Uh, or at least I foresee it being a potential problem in the future. I think at this point, I have a hard drive with about 80,000 images on it. And I've dumped probably far too many hours than I'd like to even think about into that project. And I've also done like sketching and a full sketchbook of artwork that I've made and done sculptures as well. But I just can't seem to get rid of this stuff. Like I, you know, kind of just have this weird fascination because I feel like the, the pregnant female figure is, is just a beautiful form in the femininity of it. You know, the, the feature that masculinity can never come close to because it's the, equal opposite kind of in like an artistic sense. But it's also kind of a little a little bit of a turn on, but it's not something that I specifically seek out as as like a sexual thing all the time. However, after collecting all of this content that I've produced and that I've gathered from the internet over the last decade, I don't know what to do with it now because at the moment I'm in a relationship and I'm absolutely petrified that either my girlfriend or anybody in my family is going to find out about this and i don't think that any of them are ready for it and i don't think that the world is very much of an accepting place for something like that at least from what i've seen
2: okay all right i have a couple questions um from your perspective why do you think that the world is not an accepting place for something like that
4: I don't know, because every single time I'm on Reddit for a a Pregnant Hentai forum thread, uh, like r slash Pregnant Hentai got shut down, and now there's a new one. Uh, So, like, it's not something that people on the internet kind of want around all the time, necessarily, unless you're in that group of people who are looking for that content. At least that's how I kind of feel from stuff like that getting shut down or canceled constantly. And it's not, and I'm not doing anyone any harm. And I'm not thinking of it in like a sadistic, messed up way. Like I want to impregnate real people, but it's, it's the, the imagery of it, you know, more more the, the cartoon version, the, the animated, not the real life necessarily, but I feel like that plays into appreciating the beauty of people in the real world as well. However, it's not like I'd go out of my way to date someone because they're pregnant, that's not at all the case. But if I were to get my girlfriend pregnant, then I almost kind of, at the same time, feel, well, it's beautiful, and I would be interested in that. And in the, you know, not for the fetish, but for the the full creating a family experience with her, that would be great. But I'm also really afraid of that because she's not willing to have children because she doesn't want to have to go through all of that and she's kind of terrified of the idea and I don't want her to think that I have some need and I'm going to you know try and force that upon her somehow if that's not what she wants to do I don't even want to give her the idea uh, that that's so something that let me, let me, in my let, me mind. let me
2: let me all right yeah. so you're afraid that are you in a relationship right now yeah Okay, you're in a relationship A pretty right now,
4: good one, too, which is why I'm afraid that okay. if she finds okay. Okay. Them, so it, it might ruin it. let me,
2: let me, hold on, hold on, let me. All right, you're in a relationship right now, and your girlfriend, you know, does not want to have a child. No. Okay, and so you're afraid that if your girlfriend sees all the pregnant porn, uh, she'll assume yeah. you want her to get pregnant... Because you have this pregnancy thing, whatever you would call it, um, but you and you don't want her to think that you're like pushing your fantasy onto her because that's not what's happening here.
4: Yeah, and I think because she has this position where she's kind of in a weird space about it, I'm afraid if she figured out, then she'd think that I'm, you know, this weird creep for having that interest or something.
2: Okay. Um how long have you been with this person before?
4: Currently for 4 years.
2: Okay, you've been with this girl for 4 years. Yeah. So uh listen. Do you see a future with with uh, this person? I think
4: so, yeah, yeah. She's really great, and I I love spending time with her, and we share a lot in
2: common. Okay, and I think, and you feel free to do whatever you want with your life, but I think if you're going to, life is short, and if you're going to devote significant amounts of time to a relationship, four years is a lot of time. And if you want the future to continue, then, um, you know, you'll, you'll probably be devoting a lot more time. I think it is important True. to have a partner who, you know, again, as long as you're not doing anything that is truly heinous. To have a partner who is.
4: Yeah, no, under- I'm not doing anything understanding, I'm un- to,
2: who, who, who is understanding and accepting of, uh, you know, these kinds of parts of you. So, ideally, if your partner sees mm-hmm. that you're into pregnant hentai porn, maybe it would take her a second, you know, let's give her a second. But uh, ideally, if she loves you, she could be accepting of that. Now tell me, is your fear true that she would not be accepting of this?
4: Yeah, well, I'm afraid that she's going to see all of the files on my hard drive and all of the drawings and stuff that I've made and especially the drawings because then she'll feel like, you know, I'm not just collecting this stuff passively. I'm actively creating a part of the pool of this content on the internet
2: she would you would be afraid that she would see that you're creating hentai porn
4: yeah i have like a full okay, sketchbook what's,
2: okay what's wrong but let me ask you, what's wrong with creating hentai porn
4: i don't know exactly that's what i'm saying but i'm afraid okay. that she'll see that because she's against it and then, I mean, she's pretty accepting, so I don't know, honestly, but it's that fear that's causing me to feel like there's that potential danger, but I don't want to get rid of any of this stuff either. Okay. It's just kind of kept me in like a constant state of paranoia over it okay. every single time all right. All right, man. So, so anywhere near my okay. computer or... So, hold
2: on. Hold on. Um, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna sum up a few things. You you're in a constant state of fear and paranoia that your partner will find this thing out about you, and and uh, it will cause them to judge you and think less of you and not want to be with you anymore. Um, you believe that your partner, yeah. however, is a non-judgmental person.
4: Yeah. Yeah, okay. mostly so. I mean, she knows I collect hentai. She she sees there's, you know, comic books from Faku in my in my room, but I, she doesn't see any of the other stuff that's not kind of vanilla.
2: Okay. Um and that's where listen, I have the Andrew, quantities. Listen, Andrew. I'm um I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I'll leave it at this. If this, if you're like, see a future with this person, you want to get married to this person, you want this person to be in your life, it should be somebody who you're fully comfortable with sharing all the parts of you. So, um, hmm. I mean, fuck it. I think you should just. Like, I just don't know when to bring that friggin- up, though. What if you do. Like, because if, I, if I'm
4: going to talk to her about it so that she knows and I don't have to continue to feel this fear that she'll find out accidentally, like, I don't know if I should bring it up to her at random or if I should, you know, wait until we're further into the relationship. And then maybe, you know, if eventually in the future, my she friend. changes my her friend. mind and she wants my to friends. have
2: kids. Okay, hold, my friends. Um... You're four years into the relationship. I don't know what you're waiting for. When well, you put it you that this, way, I, I, you're, I can
4: you're hear think, it. You're
2: four, you're, you're four years into the relationship, and also you're waiting. Oh, I know what you're, you're waiting for—the time in which you don't feel the fear of having the conversation. It's never gonna happen. There is not a future version of yourself that mm. will not be feeling the fear of wanting to have this conversation. So just have it now.
4: Yeah. I mean, I just don't know how to start it, though.
2: Hey, honey, I want to show you something. See this hard drive? It's, really it's 80,000 cool? images of pregnant anime women. What do you think about that?
4: I mean I guess I really could just rip it off like the band-aid. Uh
2: listen Andrew, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go?
4: Uh wish me luck and faith.
2: Um good luck. I'm Andy. going in Take hot. Care. Please do. Please do. Take care, man.
4: Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good
2: night. You too. Okay, maybe the way I told him to do it was a little bit bold. But was it really? Was it really? Maybe this is something that you need to be bold about. Here's, I you know, I've I've um I've been thinking about this a lot. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think if somebody really I I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think if somebody really likes you, they won't care about a lot of shit like that. I think if somebody really likes you, they won't care about a lot of shit like that. Because, again, what I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with the consumption and production of um, pregnant anime porn. Do I think there's anything wrong in terms of uh, things that it might do... To negatively affect the consumer, probably is there anything ethically wrong with it that might, um, you know, make somebody look uh, frown upon somebody else in a relationship? Probably not. Um, but I just this guy's living with all this fear of his girlfriend finding his hard drive, and it's like either she's going to find it, or I, I don't know. I see a situation for this guy where he shows her everything. And she goes, I don't care. You know, I love you and uh, do whatever you want. Just don't, uh, you know, draw anything fucked up. And then think about how much better he'll feel. Okay, let's take another call. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and... And Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no No cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over. But the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with prize picks. America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, PrizePix graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA and I did make a little extra money, which I of course put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Hello, Lyle? Hi, who is this?
0: This is Grandma! It's Bee Sting Girls Grandma.
2: Okay, hi. Everybody's what's your, what, been
0: saying, hi, Grandma, I want to talk uh, to Grandma. Okay, what is... My granddaughter came to Philadelphia and sat on a cake on your stage.
2: Yes, I remember that. Do remember you
0: remember that.
2: that? Of course, yes, I do. I, I do remember that.
0: Can you explain to me in therapy terms why she would
2: do that? Can I explain to you in therapy terms why your granddaughter would come to my live show and uh, sit on a cake in front of people?
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know if I can.
2: Different? I don't know if I can explain in therapy terms, but um, I mean, I I I don't know if I true tr- I could not explain any any you know better than um she could not cuz it was you know her decision that she she made i mean i it was entertaining everybody there oh, really mad. enjoyed it
0: i think it um,
2: was funny no i never said it. i never said you were mad but listen what is your name
0: my name is lady fawn i lady actually fawn. am yep i'm lady fawn
3: okay. and
0: i'm actually a 68 year old and i really am her grandmother and okay. i have a masters degree what I in? used to do purchasing. What in? Yeah. Um, my master's degree was in or er, in business, but I did contracts for major corporations for a living. I'm retired now.
2: Okay. Um, what what's your life like these days?
0: Um, let's see. Well, uh, I have my granddaughter living with me. My I own a home. I just retired a year and a half ago after working for 43 years. Um, I sleep. I do what I want, which is nice. After all this time, you know how you say life's too short? Yeah. It really is too short. Because yeah, by the time you have my, my age, you, you have no energy left.
2: What would you do if you had more energy?
0: Oh. I'd be traveling and money. I'd be traveling all over the world, all over the world. I would like to go everywhere. I've been all over the United States, but I'd like to go outside the United States.
2: Yeah. Where would you want to go?
0: I'd like to go to Japan. I'd like to go to England. I'd love to go to Ireland. And I'd actually like to go to Israel. I believe it or not, my background is Jewish, Irish Catholic.
2: Hey, hey, me too. i uh, I still have not yet gone to Israel, but I know that there's like a birthright trip.
0: yeah, that's what I would love to do. actually, my my father's side goes back heritage wise, goes back to way, 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 way back. I won't get into the name but um our ancestors go way back into the uh bc i mean like way back when israel wasn't even israel Mm
3: -hmm. my
0: grandfather came had to go to turkey to get away from the holocaust Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: wouldn't that be cool to go to israel
2: yeah i'd love to go to israel someday um Maybe we can
0: take a trip together.
2: You want to take a trip with me to Israel?
0: Yeah, I'll paint my face green.
2: You don't have to paint your face green to go to Israel.
0: I know, but I do it, so at least we match.
2: Uh, When you were younger, did you get to travel a lot?
0: Yeah, I did. For work, I traveled all over. I was in California. I went to, I went to, every, I've been in all the states in the United States. I've been to every state in the U.S.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
0: mm-hmm. I said, I did purchasing contracts. So I traveled constantly to places to, with engineers so that they could, uh, re, I would review the contracts. I mean, they weren't small chains, they were big contracts. And, We'd have people making stuff for us. And so, been to Florida, been, to, you name it. You name the state I've been in. it.
2: And uh, which state did you enjoy the most?
0: In state, you know, that's a good question. The state I enjoy, oh, Nashville, Tennessee. Love Yeah, I love Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah,
2: yeah. I was just it's,
0: there. It's uh, It's not only beautiful, it's not only nice, and it's it's warm, it's past the fact that it's got country western, when you get outside the city, you get to the country, it's beautiful. It's just beautiful landscape, horses everywhere, it's just beautiful.
2: So, all right, Lady Fawn, time to talk some shit. Which one is the worst?
0: Which oh you oh you want to know which one's the worst? I hope there's not a lot of people in from California.
2: Why California?
0: California. Um, California. Let's see. I want to be culturally sensitive. California just doesn't um, have. uh, it's 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 such a mixed pot there of people. You have the really, really rich and elite that, you know, are in California, and they can be a little on the snooty side. And then you have people who have immigrated from Mexico or whatever, you know, Nicaragua, wherever, and they're real humble, and they're real nice people. But you see that they're not treated as equals, which I don't think is right. Um, Mm -hmm. So it just the state just doesn't put its best foot forward when it comes to showing its diversity for people.
2: Why would you think that that was culturally insensitive? Pardon? Pardon? I said, why would you think that that was culturally insensitive?
0: Well, if if while you're there, you see how some people treat other people, and they they don't treat them as their equals. When I say culture, I shouldn't, I guess, use the term culturally sensitive, but just people don't treat each other with respect. And they don't treat each other as equals. We're all we're all equal on this earth. As
3: far Let, me as Let me ask
2: you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'm I'm very curious about when you were growing up, compared to now. Do you yep. think that Do you think that people treated each other with uh, more respect?
0: Yes, it was ingrained in us when we were young. When we were young, yes, absolutely. Okay. My parents parents were a lot stricter when I was growing up. There was more structure. There was a, 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 a guideline, you, it was like a ruler that you didn't step beyond certain things when I was growing up. I actually think that we've, I think it's better for the, for the younger generation now because I think anybody can be what they want to be. Now we we ask our children. You know, my father one time time asked me, why are you asking your son what he wants to eat, what he would like to have for dinner? You just put the plate in front of him of food and that's it. Whatever's cooked is what he has to eat. Mm. And I said, because he has tastes. Some days a hamburger is good. Some days a hot dog's good. I said, so whether he's five or six, he's got a feeling and, you know, something to say about it. My father thought that was terrible, but I asked him that.
2: Um, so why do you think that people respect each other less nowadays?
0: Um. That was state. That was California. But yet, I've been to places like I will say Nashville, Tennessee. The people are friendly, warm, outgoing, um, easy to communicate with. Um, you can go anywhere you want, talk to anybody. They'll, they'll 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 they're friendly. They'll talk to you about their their state or whatever. Whereas now, and that was California. I'm referencing California only. You asked me what was the worst state. California, I don't know what it is out there, out in California, but it's just different. It's structurally different.
2: Where did so, you grow up?
0: I was in Los Angeles.
2: Okay, I how do you... LAX. How do you think uh Los Angeles has changed in the uh have you been there have you been back there since
0: No, no. I I, I wouldn't want to go back there. To be honest, okay, I wouldn't want to go back there. Pardon? Why not?
2: I said why not? Cuz
0: I just didn't feel like it was a place I'd ever want to be again. Okay. Didn't feel it. Just okay. c- couldn't get any warmth out of the the general feeling there. And the other thing that's really sad about California is I drove down many different streets while I was there. I was in the inner city of L.A., and it really broke my heart to see how many. I know there's homeless people everywhere, but in California, there were so many that I saw that it made me sad. I mean, yeah. it just seemed like a, a, a bigger population. I mean, I know it's in every state and and I recognize that. But in California, it was really prominent and that it's a sad state, sad state of affairs that we're we're all here and we're not taking care of each other.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask what part of the country you live in now?
0: I, yeah, I live in the Northeast. I, I live in, I live in Buffalo Bill country. How about that?
2: Buffalo Bill country. That's the guy that killed people and ate them, right?
0: No, 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 no. Buffalo Bills as in the football team.
2: Oh, okay. All right. That's a different guy.
0: I live, I live, yeah, I live upstate New York near, um, not too far from Niagara Falls.
2: So tell me this, Grandma. I, want, I, I would like to know um, what is. I mean, look, you say that you don't have enough time and energy and whatnot. Like what's preventing you from from taking your trips that you want to take?
0: Oh, I have uh, I after I retired, I found out I have spinal stenosis mm-hmm. in my back.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm missing missing part of a disc in my back.
3: Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm.
0: I can't stand for long periods, and it's made it a little more restrictive of what what I can and can't do. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to have surgery on my back.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: So that kind of limits me more so of taking the trip I'd like the trips I'd like to take in finances. I gotta be honest with you when I was working. I made great money, but when you retire, it's not the same. It mm-hmm. is that you know. I got to be honest. Medicare, all this stuff they pump up. They say Social Security and your pensions and this and that. Not what they not what they leave you, especially when you've worked 43 years.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Your income, unless you continue to work into your 70s or whatever your income comes down when you stop working
2: so let me ask you a question here um i i know that um there are obvious cons to to being retired and to being at you know the stage that you're at in life of you know less money is coming in your your you know your body doesn't work the way it used to but I want to know what is like your life today as as it is. What is better about your life right now than your life in the past?
0: Oh, I'm happier. I okay, am. Tell me why. Content. Pardon.
2: I said to tell me why.
0: I'm happier. I'm more content. I don't have to the I don't have to get up to the alarm at five thirty a m and get dressed up and run run right out the door with a cup of coffee and go into an office and deal with stress all day long and then come home and have a home to deal with and everything like that it's It's less stressful to be retired. And I can sleep till noon if the mood strikes me. If Mm -hmm. I want to stay up till 3 o'clock in the morning and watch movies, I can.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: My time is my time now. I'm not constrained to somebody else's demands. The kids Mm -hmm. are grown. Thank goodness. The kids are grown. They don't live with me. You know, the kids are doing their own thing. Even having the granddaughter here is good. I like having the granddaughter here. She keeps me young. How so? She How so? She, she's cracking up, sitting across from me. What that I'm talking to the therapy gecko? I said, I'm calling him. I'm going to call him. She's like, really, Grammy? You're going to go. I said, you know me. We always do fun things. Her and I do fun things together. See, it's Are fun because having... she's twenty-one.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you having fun so on I this like call doing... right now?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay.
2: Cool. This, this is good, fun. Good.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think you give really great advice, by the way.
2: Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, I'm a
0: psychology minor. my My bachelor's was a psychology minor.
2: Um what kinds of fun things do you and uh your granddaughter do together?
0: Oh, we love going to the grocery store buying good food that we want. We go watching watching you. We you are on live. She she lets me know when you're on live or I put it on my computer. My computer tells me when you're on live watching you. Uh we go we went shopping at Christmas. We bought matching PJs for Christmas, so we go um, bargain, bargain shopping. We like doing that.
3: Mm-hmm. She
0: helps me around the house. We just do fun stuff. We watch movies, funny movies together. She's teaching Which... me all about the new generation.
2: Yeah, what are you learning about the new generation?
0: Oh, a lot.
2: <laughs> tell, tell me the most. <laughs> tell me the most interesting thing you have learned the from the new generation. The most interesting
0: thing that there's some stuff, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong. I know I am. or Ayahuasca.
2: Ah, uh, yes, ayahuasca.
0: Yes, I just learned all about that.
2: Okay, and what do you make Prince
0: of it, Prince Harry? Huh? I think. You, a, I think it's interesting.
2: Okay, is that something you would I ever? W- you would ever do ayahuasca?
0: I don't know if I could at my age. I don't know. I'm on medications and stuff, so I don't know if I could. Okay. I would do it. I would love to see what what see the inside of my soul. I would love to know what what's there. I would love to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I think that you know. I, so she, te- we watch stuff, and she's got me watching movies I never thought I'd I'd watch before. But I watch them, and I go, I like that. That was a good movie. I mean, I watch Euphoria. I watched all different stuff.
2: Hmm. Okay, so from from what you've learned about the new generation, what is um. What is your take? Or do you think that uh, do you think society is going to be okay in the hands of the new generation?
0: Uh, boy, that's a good question. <laughs> Excuse me. I think... I don't know if it's going to be okay. <clears throat> I think... I think they've got a lot of struggles in front of them. I don't think it's about the generation. I think it's... The sad part is people like me, for instance, what I'm giving them to deal with. I think that the the environment, our earth, our planet, is global warming is something that's gonna be very traumatic for them to deal with. I don't think our economic um, status is gonna make it easy for them, our younger generation. Also, is having a tough time figuring out. They see their parents and grandparents like me. They know what they don't want to do by seeing what we've done, how we've worked and worked and worked. Um, I think we've put a lot of obstacles in front of them. So do I know, do I think they can handle them? Yeah, I think they'll be able to handle them, but it won't be easy.
3: mm. Mm.
0: What do you hmm. think? Do you think our younger generation's ready?
2: Um. Yeah. I. 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 Uh, I don't know. I don't know because uh, we have a lot of things that are so new. When you look at the timeline of all of human existence, the amount of time that uh, you know phones and computers and the internet, which are so dominant. Uh, Uh, Yes, and you know, we've grown up with them. They've only been around for about point Zero 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 I could go on and say thousands of zeros Uh, Well, you know the funny
0: part is I went to school for computers. That's my first degree. I'm a computer programmer I was in on the bottom line of when computers were the big IBM machines
2: um, and they've, they've changed now. They've changed. There's a lot of, you can do anything on the computer right now. You oh can yeah. I, have on a, the I
0: can't yeah, I, I, I do everything. I literally have a big screen computer in front of me. I have my phone with, I'm i I'm total tech. I'm, I'm well, a pretty hip grandma.
2: I think you're a pretty hip grandma, too. I would agree with that sentiment. I appreciate that you're um, doing your best. I like that uh, you've been able to connect with your granddaughter. I think that that's very nice and um, that you've, you know, made oh, this I effort to, 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 you know, sort of understand what's going on with the younger generation instead of just, you know, holding to whatever you kind of uh, have have been into your whole life and i think that's a, a very no, admirable they give, way to be
0: yeah they have different values than we did which is to me is a good thing they don't value money like we did when i was growing up or when i was out there working that was the big thing who who had the biggest pool who had the biggest house this new generation god bless them they don't they that's not what it's about for them.
2: What do you think it's about?
0: I think it's about just living their lives, enjoying life. They see more. They have more, do more leisurely things. They take more time out. They, they're they more humanitarian. I think they're more involved in um, things that we weren't we were trash in our environment and they're worried about not cleaning it up. I, mm. I just, I see a lot of pluses in them.
2: Hmm. hmm. Um, lady fawn, you said your name was. Yep. Lady fawn. Uh, thank you so much for talking to us about all of this stuff. I think, uh, You know, I feel like we've learned a great deal, and uh, it was it was exciting to to hear from you. And uh, again, I appreciate the effort that you're making to continue to be in touch with the world around you. And um, you know, by doing so, you're bonding closer to your granddaughter. And I I think all that's awesome. Um,
0: I thank you, and you know, something. One thing I do want to say: we're waiting for your schedule to come out. To see where you're gonna be, because we want to come see you in person.
2: Oh my goodness! Where where would you come see me? I mean, you said you live in upstate New York. I'll be in Philly and I'll be in New York.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I'll drive to either one. I got the I got the nice vehicle. That's okay. the one thing about a fawn lady. fawn lady has the newest gadgets in her car. I'll Will talk you... to the computer, and it'll tell me how to get there.
2: Now, if you come to the show, will you come on stage and talk?
0: Sure, absolutely. I'd love to.
2: All right, it's we. It's it's in it's in the calendar. We're doing it. Um, yes, of course. Uh, I'm sure. Um, your hopefully your granddaughter follows me on the computer and will tell you when I am in. Uh, she's
0: right. Yep, she's on but, there right now. She's okay. Perfect. Recording this.
2: Perfect. Perfect well lady um Lady Fawn, is there anything else that uh, you want to say to the people of the computer before we go?
0: yeah, they're 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 funny I love the chats. I think people have great things to say. I think that your audience is outstanding. I think they really give good give good input. And I think you do an excellent job in in talking to the, the people on the, on the screen at the same time that you're taking the phone call.
2: Well, thank you very much, Lady Fawn. I, I appreciate you saying that, and uh, I appreciate you sharing with us. And uh, I'll see you on the road soon. I'm excited to, to talk yes, to you again. Yes, you
0: will. Okay. You have, I know you're tired. You the, the last time I watched you, you fell asleep uh, actually in your chair. You were so tired.
2: I did. I did. I've been very tired lately. i got to eat better food and sleep more.
0: I changed my diet. I changed my diet around. Yep. It, it, it's a big impact on what you eat. And my granddaughter's okay. big on that.
2: Okay. I'll take it from but you. But she
0: won't sit on a cake. Yeah. She won't sit on a cake again.
2: <laughs> Um all right lady Fawn I appreciate you very much and uh, have a good rest of the night.
0: You too take care. We'll see you soon. Take care. Okay, bye.
2: Well that was nice. That was nice. I meant what I said I appreciate that she's um you know taking the uh, the time to to see what's going on. I hope I'm doing that when I'm I'm older. Um, I'm seeing what everyone else is into and talking to the younger generation to figure out what's on their minds. Um, uh, It really kind of got to me when she mentioned the whole thing about her back. You know, (coughs) it made me think about um, there's just not a lot of time. You know, there's just not a lot of time. To do the things that you want to do. So listen, I guess what I would like from this, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you, um, you liked what she had to say, is if there's something you want to do and you feel like if your body didn't work, you couldn't do it, uh, uh, understand that you don't have time. All right? You don't. Your death is imminent. Your, the, the, the destruction of your body is imminent. And, uh, imagine, you know, living in such a situation where your, your, your mind is willing, but your body is unable. If you're fortunate enough to, uh, be physically able right now, and you want to go do something, just go do it. What the fuck are you waiting for? What the fuck am I waiting for? Every time I talk to this motivational bullshit, I, I flip it I try to flip it back on myself. I'm like, what do I what do I really want to do? Um I don't know, I'm fortunate. I, I really am. I'm really fortunate. I got to do a lot of the shit I wanted to do. it's, it's I was thinking this you know, it was go to Japan and then I did that. And now what I really want to do is sit at home and edit stuff and eat food. I don't know. I feel like if I died tomorrow, if they told me that I couldn't move tomorrow, I'd be like, "Well, all right. We did plenty of good stuff, but what more do I want to do? I gotta, I gotta think about that. I'm gonna go think about that. I'm gonna go think about that."